0: What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, okay? Listen, it's that time. We've all been waiting for this. We've all been just patiently dealing with everything that's happening in the offseason, the the preseason, and now it's time. It's time now. This is game week. All right, the Jets are set to play the Carolina Panthers in Carolina on Sunday, and we've got a lot to discuss. We need to talk about this matchup we also need to talk about a lot of things that have gone on with the Jets roster and talk about you know how we think the jets are going to fare, so we're going to discuss all of this but Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth to folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, I'm also on iTunes as well, man. Can you, can you follow your boy on iTunes, please, if you love the show? Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You know what I'm saying? And also, man, leave your boy some feedback, man, you know? Leave me some feedback. Let me know how you folks feel about the show, what are your thoughts. Again, salutes to everybody that already has. I I read through them. I really, you know what I'm saying, really enjoy hearing you folks' feedback. Please, give me some feedback. Tell me how much you like the show, what your thoughts are about it, all of that stuff. You know, give your boy a five-star rating as well, you know? I really enjoy that stuff, and I want to thank everybody that does. I'm also on YouTube as well. Okay, Long Beach Joe Jets. For those of you that are listening to me on Blog Talk Radio, I live stream while I do my radio show. So, you know, Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube. Come on over there, subscribe, turn on your notifications. So when I post content, I post videos over there. We also game on this channel as well. So we play, you know, Madden, NBA 2K, Street Fighter, all that stuff. You know, we have a lot of fun as well. So when that stuff is being done, hey, you know what I'm saying? you'll be able to be in the know. So subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell, and please hit that thumbs up button. Christopher salutes to him as well. He said, that's right, I smashed the, the like button. Salutes you, Christopher, thank you. You know, salute, salute, salute. Salute to FL as well. Everybody, hit that like button if you haven't already. Also, share the stream as well if you have not already. You folks are the absolute greatest. I'm also on uh, uh, Twitter as well, YoungJ000. You can... Follow me, you know what I'm saying? We can go back and forth. The show's page is also uh, the Long Beach Joe. You can go there, follow the show's page, and we can go back and forth in there as well about the team and whatever else. I have people that just want to talk to me about whatever they got going on, you know? So, listen, now that we've put that to the side, it's time to get into it, okay? I'm hyped. I'm hyped, and I'm hyped because, let me tell you, it's game time. It's game week. We're going to see what the New York Jets have, Okay. We're going to see what the New York Jets have. We're going to see what we've been waiting to see this entire offseason. All the things that we've done, all the moves that we've made, all the players that we've acquired, the draft, all that stuff, right? All that stuff. Now we're about to see what time it is. Our new head coach, Sulla. all of that. We're about to get exposed to what the New York Jets are all about. And I want to start at the top, okay, because we're going to cover the Panthers. We're going to cover the matchup. But for me, I want to see what Robert Sulla is going to bring to the table. What is this coaching staff truly about? Michael LaFleur is going to be tested as the offensive coordinator, right? Sulla is going to be tested as a, as, a, as a head coach. Albridge also with his defensive coordinator. They're going to work on that defense. I want to see what happens. What type of head coach is Sulla? This is where we're opening the season and he gets to set the tone, right? Is this football team going to come out flat like we've seen in the past with other coaches? This is a very young team, right? Are they going to be prepared? Are they going to be ready? Are you going to make sure these young guys, you know, don't fall prey to some of the things that we see other young players fall prey to, where they get distracted, a lot of distractions, a lot of things going on. Are their heads going to be ready and in the game? Are you going to make sure that the game plan is so simply communicated that they understand where their roles are and that they can just do their job effectively? These are big questions. These are big questions that I'm going to be seeing that we're going to ask and get an answer to because we're going to see what time it is against the Carolina Panthers because this team is not a joke. I know that there's a lot of Jets fans out there that are very cocky. <laughs> you know, I salute and respect to you. I get it, right? We're excited. But this team that we're coming up against, they have some talent on it, and we've got to be prepared because if we're not, they'll handle business. You know, I look at the situation. I'm looking at the offense as well. And I say to myself, listen, this Jets offense, it's got some weapons on it. This is an offense that we're excited about. We can't wait to see what's going to happen, right? We've got a young rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson. The expectations for him on my end are, hey, I just need to see him go out there and be competent, confident, and throw the football, continue to move the chains, You know, I don't want to see him come out and make the same mistake over and over again. If he does make mistakes, learn from them, move forward, and keep drives rolling. I know that there are some Jets fans that expect 300-yard games or a 300-yard game, you know, to impress them or make them feel like he was worth drafting. He's going to have to have over, you know, 350 yards and four touchdowns. If he does that, that's fine. I don't have an issue with that at all. I'd love to see that out of him. But if he doesn't have that, but he comes out and he's efficient and he's solid and he's getting the ball out of his hands quickly to his, you know, to his pass catchers, and we just keep moving the chains, I'll take that all day, all day, right? I just want to see him start with a performance that he can continue to build upon. That's all I want. Okay, I understand the big expectations are there. I know that there's again a lot of raving and screaming Jets fans yelling. Hey, we need, you know, where's our Aaron Rodgers? Where's this? Listen, he's a rookie. Let him grow into it. That's that's what I'm all about, letting him grow into the position. I look at our running game as well on our our offense, and I say to myself, I think that this is something that really we're going to be able to hang our hats on this entire season, right? I think our running game is going to have to be a big part of what we bring against the Carolina Panthers because the Carolina Panthers have some pass rush. Let's keep it real, all right? I talked about Brian Burns. This was a guy that I – talked about wanting the New York Jets to actually draft the year that he came out. Listen, if we don't find a way to identify him when he's on, wherever he's at on the field and nullify him, we're going to have some problems offensively. We will. We really will. And I think the running game and the impact of a solid running game, our running backs by committee with, you know, Josh Johnson out there or Josh Adams, excuse me, out there with uh, Ty Johnson out there with Coleman out there as well. Um, you know, P. Ryan looks like he's still dealing with the injury. I know that they brought Josh uh, Adams into the active roster, so maybe he might get some runs. as Well, that running back by committee thing, we've got we've to make sure that we are physical and we set the tone up front. That's going to help us because what that's going to do is it's going to open up other things offensively as well. If they're beat up and we have these short downs, those third and twos, those third and threes, something like that, it makes nothing but, good, but bode well for Zach Wilson and the offense to continuously move the chains, keep forward, and score touchdowns. Our running game must be solid in this game coming up. So I, I, I really do expect a, a, an efficient running game, especially when you look at the situation. We're running that Shanahan offense. That's what it's known for, for its solid ability to have a really good running game and, you know, press everywhere else and put up, put together points with a solid scheme. I look at our offensive line as well. Listen, Makai Beckton to be out of that protocol he's supposed to be out there you know here he's going to be out there we got vera tucker's going to be out there it's going to be the first time he's going to be you know playing we missed him during the preseason so he's going to be starting during this season you got greg van Broeck at, at right guard you got Connor mcgovern at center i know the sellers playing this game where he doesn't want to name who the right tackle is going to be it should be morgan moses okay if it's not morgan moses We got more questions, okay? We got more questions. If it's not Morgan Moses starting the right tackle, uh, you know, I don't know. Unless he's injured or something, we don't know, right? It should be Morgan Moses, all right? But if it's not Morgan Moses and it ends up being George Fant, we got some questions. But in my mind, it's going to be Morgan Moses, right? So we got Morgan Moses out there. This offensive line has got to be physical up front. It's got to be stout because, again, Carolina Panthers got some guys up front man. DeQuan Jones is a guy that can make some make some things happen. You sleep on him, he'll push push the pocket and he'll make you make you pay for situations. So, we've got to make sure that we protect protect Zach Wilson well, open up holes in that running game and make things happen offensively. I'm looking at this wide receiver core as well, and I'm saying to myself, "Hey, uh, My man Corey Davis, how many targets are we looking at, baby? How many targets are we looking at, baby? You know what I'm saying? I expect him to have a day. I expect Corey Davis to have a day. This is my guy. I told everybody second we signed him, this is my guy. We're going into the season. We got a legitimate number one. I think he's going to make it happen this year. All right? So we'll see what he does, the stat line he's going to put up, the opportunities he's going to have. I expect them to kind of shade him, maybe double team him from time to time trying to take him away. And so then that leads me to look to guys like Denzel Mims, Everybody talked about him possibly having a breakout year before all of a sudden they talked about cutting him, and then he (laughs) had some solid preseason games, and they weren't talking about cutting him anymore, and they were saying he's going to be good again. I want to see what he's going to bring to the table. Keelan Cole, he's going to be out there as well. We all know Jamison Crowder. Hey, listen, for those of you watching me on YouTube, we know that YouTube be tripping. I respect you, YouTube. I got nothing but love for you, but sometimes you be tripping. So uh, we all know why we're wearing masks. We all know why. You know, Jamison Crowder still in the protocol. We'll see if he makes it out the protocol. Again, he is vaccinated, so we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, I think he's only got to pass, like, two tests. And if he passes those two tests, then he'll be implemented within the game. He'll be able to play. So we'll see what happens there. But, you know, from all the talk, it seems like a far gone conclusion that he's going to be all right to play. So if he does, assuming that Crowder does play, I expect him to have some solid matchups in that slot as well. He's definitely going to be able to, to make some moves out there and catch some football. But let me tell you something. Everybody's talking about it. And I'm going to talk about it as well. There's a lot of big expectations on Elijah Moore from a lot of fans. You know? <laughs> I mean, people have talked about him left and right all offseason, right? They've talked about him, you know, all throughout the preseason. they talked about him all throughout minicamps, all that stuff. There's big expectations from a lot of fans. And I'm looking at it like this. Again, here's a young rookie, wide receiver, who's got talent. He's definitely athletically gifted. He's coming off of that quad injury, right? He missed a lot. Uh, he missed the, the, a lot of the preseason because of that quad injury. I think he'll work himself into you know a, a, a solid rotation here within the, within the offense. I think he'll work himself into solid production, and then we'll see him. Am I expecting over to over a hundred yards the first? Not really. I want to see him go out there, run his route solidly, make the plays that are given to him, and win his matchups. That's what I want to see. I don't have big stat line expectations for for more in his first game. But I think as he continues to roll out through the season, we'll see him, you know, really be able to be effective in the game plan again, especially with his role, because from what we've seen, you know, he might be a guy that's going to kind of play the Debo Samuel type role, just the same way that, uh, you know, we saw with the Niners. Uh, And so if he's put out there, I think he can win a lot of of matchups. I think he has a lot of favorable matchups, but, you know, we'll see where he lands at and what he's going to do. So, listen. Moore is definitely going to be out there. We'll see what happens with him. I want to talk about this this defense. This defense, this is going to be a big sticking point. I want to start where everybody's question marks are, and it goes straight to the cornerback position. Man, oh, man. Let me tell you something. Robbie Anderson, not a joke. Neither is DJ Moore, all right? If we cannot get those guys covered, we're going to have a long day, especially with a guy like Robbie Anderson, because Robbie is trying to take everything to the house, everything. He's a guy that immediately takes the top off your defense. You have to account for him. That's how he was here. You know, and he's gone to Carolina, and we've seen him have success with the, in that offensive system with everything they got around him, and he's ready to cook us this year. If you don't think that Robbie Anderson is ready to completely destroy us, I'm telling you, I think you're wrong. He, you know, he's got to act to grind. And he cannot wait to show us that we made a mistake letting him go to Carolina and that we should have kept him. That's going to be his sticking point, I'm telling you. So we've got to make sure that this cornerback this, this situation, you know, that these young corners, these guys that we have, we got rid of Bless Austin. You got Hall out there. Sellers also playing this game with the cornerback position as well. He doesn't want to name his number two corner, so we'll see who that guy is. A lot of people speculating that it's Eccles. Some people saying that it's Dunn. Some people saying that Gundry's the number two. We'll figure that out come the game time, right? So he needs to make sure that these guys are out there and they're put in position to succeed in their coverage. We've got to see what's going on out there because if you cannot get those guys covered, we're going to have a long day. Another spot as well, up front, the defensive line. Listen, Carolina's offensive line is suspect right now. They're dealing with some injuries, all right? They're dealing with some guys that are not going to be playing, and they're already kind of sus anyway, right? Now, Taylor Mouton, that guy's a solid offensive uh, offensive lineman in this league. But then, you know, they're dealing with John Miller, who – supposedly according to reports at this point is not going to be playing so they have an issue at guard at right guard then you got pat mcelfin at the other guard spot he's not very good the interior of this jet's defensive line should be eating all game okay all game we got quentin williams back he should absolutely just light these guys up right we got sheldon rankins he should be eating as well okay We brought in Shaq Lawson. We'll see what he's going to bring to the table. You know, I'm pretty sure he's going to be implemented in the defense as well. Let's see what he does to push the pocket. John Franklin Myers and Huff, I want to see what these guys are going to bring to the table. I need to see. Now it's time. We know that Lawson is gone. He's ruptured his Achilles. Listen, it sucks. We all love the signing. We love what we thought he was going to bring. He's not going to be here until next year. The league is not going to cry for us. They're not. They're going to come in, and they're going to bring it to us every single week. They don't give a crap who's injured. They don't care. So this defensive line has got to put some pressure, man. We've got to rest the passer because as bad as everyone says that they think Sam is, listen, you give Sam time back there, he'll light you up. He really will. I'm telling you, serious business. And also one thing, and we're going to talk about it again, 515 602 515 6029-639. Call in. The lines are open. We'll get to the call in just a second. The lines are hot. I just want to finish with this. This young linebacker, of is going to be tested as well. Gerard Davis got that injury. So, of course, we're starting Hamza Nesruddin. It's looking like Sherwood's going to be on the other side as well. These are safeties that have been converted to backer. Listen, Christian McCaffrey is not a joke. <laughs> I don't know why some fans think that he's a joke, but uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> If you think he's a joke, keep your hands on the wheel or your crash. This guy is serious business. This is a running back, all right, that can come out of the backfield and catch the football. He can also run really well with the football and hand it off. He's a big part of our offense before he went down with the injury last year. If we cannot find some way to cover him, right, and, and find some way to make sure that we keep our eyes on him when he's running out of the backfield or when they bring him into the slot or something like that, it's going to be a long day. A long day. This is a guy that I'm telling you has been utilized consistently like that throughout his career in Carolina. And if you cannot get this guy covered, there are going to be big issues. We have to account for Christian McCaffrey, or he will eat us alive. He will. That's one of the game plans. That's one of the sticking points of the game plan. So again, five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five. 602 nine. Call in. We're taking all callers. I'm going to the lines. I want to hear from my fellow Jets fans. I know I probably have some fans from other, uh, from other teams as well that are going to call in. You know, Listen, when you call in, don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. I can see you. All right? So when you call in, just wait your time. We're going to get to everybody. All right? And also, when you call into my show, don't curse because I'll get you out of here. Fast. Faster than we got Adam Gaze out. <laughs> I'm so glad that that guy's gone. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515 602 515 Call in. We are taking all callers. First call I'm going to, my guy, Jacob, man. Woo, let me tell you something. Jacob knows his Jets, all right? Jacob, salute to you. Welcome to the show. Dick, I'm going want to start right off with you, man. I want to talk to you about this Jets offense. What are your expectations
1: of Zach Wilson?
0: in his first game.
1: What's going on, Joe? Nice to talk to you again. You can hear me okay, right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I am can hear you great, man. Okay. All right, just making sure. Um, yeah, so for Zach Wilson, I think it's really going to come down to, does he know who to throw the ball to and how to play the matchups well and uh, stuff like that? Because obviously there's some very, very good pieces on this Panthers defense. You got Jeremy Chin at safety, Brian Burns at defensive end, They've got a lot of young guys who are progressing. Um, And so I think it's really going to come down to can he make the right reads and make the right decisions, sort of taking advantage of rookie mistakes by the Panthers' defense. Um, And I think if he's able to do that and make the right reads, I think he's set up for a very, very successful game. Now, that being said, I do think there's going to be a lot of pressure in his face because obviously our offensive line still putting things together, and obviously the Panthers have some pretty good players on that defensive line. Um, so hopefully his improvising skills will be looking just as good as they did in the preseason. But um, hopefully, you know, I don't think he's going to go, you know, 350, 400 yards with three, four touchdowns, but I'm just hoping he can, you know, a solid 275 to 300 passing yards with two touchdowns mm. and hopefully no interceptions. Okay. Wow. You know, and look, I, I've told everybody,
0: if he gives me 180 and a touchdown and, and, and no turnovers, I'm fine with that. I'll take that all day. But I do mm-hmm. understand that some people have, you know, those, that 275, 300 range where they're saying, hey, he should come out and light it up, and that's the expectation for him. Now, my big – I know you're talking about finding guys in the passing game, but my big sticking point for this game as well – I want to see our running game be effective. I want to see our running game go out there and really take it to the Carolina Panthers because I think that that would go a long
1: way in helping Zach Wilson
0: do what he needs to do as
1: well. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a great idea. I think we're still going to be a run-first team, at least for the first few weeks in the season, to sort of you know ease Zach Wilson into you know, the NFL lifestyle. Um, and I don't think he's obviously going to be throwing the ball 40, 45 times a game, like you might see in the Chiefs offense or like the, I don't know, the Bills offense. Um, So I think we're definitely going to run the ball a lot. And hopefully we can Mm -hmm. make the right decisions and see where, if we're running the ball one direction, you know, two, three times in a row and it's clearly getting, you know, stuffed up, switching things up and not just trying to get the same play to work. Uh, Sort of, you know, what Adam Gates loved to do. Just, you know, try to prove to everyone that the same play is going to work when it doesn't. You know, not impressing anybody. But I'm hoping if we're running the ball, we can keep it away from Brian Burns' side as much as possible because obviously when you have stars on the defensive line, you like to sort of get in their head and frustrate them knowing that they can't be the one to make the play.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I hear you when you look at the situation, at, at, at our, our running back situation,
0: because you talked about it, you know, needed to be effective, who do you think is actually going to lead the Jets in rushing yards this game?
1: Um, I think it's really going to be – that's tough, because I think the amount of carries is going to be – probably Ty Johnson's going to have somewhere between 9 and 11 carries, uh, maybe mm. a little bit more. Yeah, I would say between 10 to 12 carries, I would say. Kevin Coleman's Mm -hmm. probably going to have somewhere between seven to nine. And then Michael Carter, probably another five to seven or so. Um, And I think Ty Johnson's probably going to end up with the most yards because it seems like he plays with, like, right when he gets the ball, he gets just, like, a burst of energy and a burst of speed. And it's just, like, if he can find the right spot, he takes off for a lot of yards. So if he can just get one or two of those runs, I think he'll end up ultimately being the leading rusher. Yeah. What
0: are your expectations for Elijah Moore? Because there's a lot of Jets fans that are saying, you know, I mean, if you listen to a lot of people, he's the second coming to Jerry Rice, which I think he's amazing, but, you know, we got to wait for him to kind of work his situation in.
1: What are your expectations out of him in the first game? Obviously, I'd love for him to get, you know, 10 receptions, 150 yards, touchdown or whatever, but I don't think that's realistic. Uh, so I think really just – Uh, It's tough because obviously he's going to be going against the number two corner, so that should make it a little bit easier for him. Um, But I think somewhere between four to six receptions and around 55, 65 yards is probably what's going to end up happening, I would imagine. I'd be pretty happy with that.
0: Okay, okay. Now you're looking at this. I want to talk to you a little bit about this Jets defense as well, man, because uh, there's some questions. How concerned are you about our cornerbacks just getting lit up against this this Carolina Panthers passing game?
1: Uh, That's one of the things I'm pretty concerned about. But ultimately, if we do end up shutting down the, you know, the outside receivers, even if we just shut down one of them and we just force Stan Darnold to throw to one side of the field, uh, I think we can take over the game because obviously he likes to look at the first read and he's got a favorite target as many quarterbacks do. Um, And if we can shut down – both DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, I think he's going to end up checking it down to Christian McCaffrey a lot. And so as long as we can just, you know, make the tackles, um, not, you know, get our, you know, legs broken on Jukes like we did in the preseason. Uh, and I think you know, you know who I'm referring to, I'm sure. Some of the guys who, you know, got cut. Yeah, I,
2: here's
3: the
0: deal I though. I would say
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's okay, the deal yeah.
0: though, Jacob. I I hear you, you, right? I hear what you're saying, and I hear, you know, you saying, hey, as long as we can just shut Robbie down, shut DJ Moore down. But as of right now, we don't even necessarily know who's going to be the number two corner because Robert Robert Sella has yet to even announce it, right? He wants to play these games, which is fine, if you want to have that type of gamesmanship. But when you look at, and again, I know you talk about Bless. We all did. He was terrible, right? But now he's gone. So now we're looking at Hall. Starting as the number one uh, corner at this yeah. point, we'll see if we can get that consistency that we need out of him. But number two is a huge question mark because you got a lot of young guys. Eccles done. Some people say Carter might be in the mix. Some people say that Gundry actually might be the number two corner. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't concern you because those guys. And again, I'm not. We're not saying that they're garbage. We've got to see. But I mean there's no number one, but like, there's no well, as of right now. We don't yeah, really have yeah. a number one corner. We don't have a guy that we could say, look, this is a guy that we know is proven. He can shut these guys down. And as, as much as you guys are saying that Sam Darnold is a one read guy, which I don't believe that to be true, but look, Robbie Anderson is a speedster. This is the sun guy. That's what he calls himself. Okay. He's going to bring the heat. Okay. You got Robbie Anderson out there that will fly off the handle and he could be easily, it could be a quick six, and DJ Moore is not a joke either. This guy is one of the better wide receivers in the league. He's not bad. So you gotta. I mean, doesn't doesn't just all of that stuff? Doesn't that
1: concern you? No, without a doubt, it does. Because DJ Moore, without a doubt, is one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. I love watching him play. He is popular. But that's why I yeah. think I think we're not going to be playing you know press man coverage the whole game. I think it's going to be a lot of cover three, cover four, and being really conservative and making sure we don't get the top taken off us and we get burned for 60, 70 yard touchdowns because that's what Robbie Anderson's mm-hmm. capable of. And we saw him do that multiple times with the Jets. And when, you know, yes. we successfully completed those passes, it was an amazing thing to see. So I think we're just going to primarily make sure that that doesn't happen. And it's going to be a lot of zone and forcing Sam Darnold to check the ball down. And then that's when it comes down to just securing the tackles and not letting them get those extra yards because those can add up a lot. So it's not going to be many, uh, you know, much man coverage, at least for the first few weeks, until we can really you know, find who that second corner is going to be. And then we can maybe mm-hmm. throw it in a few times. But this whole season, it's really going to be a lot of zone. Because, again, like I want in Jair Alexander, as you know, we don't have that number one corner quite yet.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we'll see. Listen, Jacob, you have brought the fire, my man. You really have. Now, my last question before I let you go, because you really brought the heat, is give me – the three kick the three keys to a Jets victory, man. What are three things that you look at when you look at this Jets team and you say, hey, if we can do these three things, we'll be able to take care of the Panthers and get ourselves a
1: W? I would say not turn over the ball is always number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because giving away free turnovers, we know how that goes. Uh, Sam Darnold had a big yep. turnover problem with us. And it's so frustrating to see the ball get turned over like that all the time. So not turning the ball over in ball security is definitely number one. I would say number two is creating pressure and forcing Sam Darnold to, you know, make risky throws or just have chaos in his face because, as we know, that's when he turns the ball over is when he has chaos in his face. He started to make yep. dumb reads some of the time. So that's mm-hmm. number two for me. And then number three is probably a get-the-ground game going because if you can solidify a good run game as well as have the passing game going and really get the defense, you know, guessing and they guess wrong, that's when you're really set up for success in big plays. Um, So hopefully if we can get the run game going too and just get four to five yards of carry on average, uh, which isn't, you know, it's a lot, but it's not too much to ask, I don't think. Um, And then we can just not turn the ball over when we pass we should be set up for a win. Yeah. So what is your final
0: prediction for this game?
1: That's tough because obviously I want to say that we win, and I really do feel like we can win. But, I mean, just knowing it's us, I just I, – it's going to be a close game for sure. But, you know, I'm even if I don't fully mean it right Come now, on, Jacob. As a fan, Come I got to say 24-21 win.
0: Twenty-four, twenty-one, jet.
1: Jets. Yes.
0: All right. That's what I'm talking about. So. All right, I can't Jacob, go against my team
1: you.
0: like that. Come on. Oh, hey, listen, I, I'm putting the pressure. I want to hear it. <laughs> listen, I'm going to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, all right? You do. Listen, Jacob calling in. Look, I'm applying to the pressure, all right? I, I need to hear from you. I don't want to hear all that. Well, you know, I, no. Give me a take, okay? Is it yes or no? Give me, give me what you got. Also, salute to all the savages in the chat. You want to know why I call my chat savages? Just pure savages. They don't care about nothing or nobody, all right? Salutes to all the savages in the chat. We'll come to y'all as well. I know people like to ask questions in the chat. We'll come to y'all. Man, they get after it. If they don't like your take, they're going to let you know. Nobody's safe. Not even me. <laughs> Not even me, baby. All right, so we're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Also, like the stream if you have not already. Subscribe if you have not already as well. Also, if you like to give to the Super Chat, please do. If you don't and you want to give to the Cash App, hey, please give to the Cash App. Whatever you give to the stream is greatly appreciated, all right? So, you know, whatever you can, if you can, please do. If you can't, hey, just you being here and enjoying these times and talking football that's that's wonderful as well. So we're going to get back to these lines again. When you call in, please be patient. We're getting to everybody tonight, but we're going to, you know, we got we got the lines are hot, so we just got to make sure that we respect everybody's time. But we will get to everybody, so please be patient. Next, I'm going to my guy, 973-973. I'm coming directly to you. What's going on, my friend? It's good to hear from you again. Listen, Jets coming up. What is What is your biggest concern for the New York Jets going into this football game, man? My biggest
4: concern is what's the status of um, Jefferson Crowder because, uh, you know, they said that uh, that they're not sure when he was vaccinated and his status, now this was coming from last week, that his status at that Mm -hmm. point was in jeopardy. So I'm a little concerned about, you know, if he's going to be able to play in the opener on Sunday or not because the last Mm -hmm. I heard it was, you know, it, it looked more like on the negative side. So, you know, mm. I'm just wondering, you know, has anything changed within the last um oh, three or four days or whatnot. Yeah. Unless I'm hearing yeah, unless yo, I'm hearing conflicting like, reports from somebody else.
0: Yeah, no, listen, I hear you. Um and we've got some more yeah. time, you know, coming. He's got some time in that protocol before he has to take those two tests. Yes. I think I believe it's he has to pass two tests. And so we'll see how that going forward. But that's a very that important point. Exactly, because he's 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 a big going to be one of our, you know, big weapons this year. You know, he's going to be in that slot. Yeah. We've got to see what he can give Zach Wilson. And so, for me, that leads me to my next question for you is, hey, listen, what are your expectations of Zach Wilson in this game? Because there's a lot of Jets fans saying, hey, he needs to have 300 yards, four touchdowns. If he doesn't have that, I'm going to be upset. Do you feel the same way? 300 yards and four touchdowns. Um,
4: I think that's a little bit much to come by, especially in your first pro game so uh, mm-hmm. I think that I think that's greatly over exaggerated. I'll sell for mm-hmm. i for one touchdown and uh hundred and uh, hundred and twenty yards. Okay. Okay, yeah, I to yeah. say three touchdowns and four hundred yards? No, that's 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 exaggerating. Way too much for a rookie quarterback.
0: Listen. Listen, you already know. My my, I've gotten an earful from some Jets fans that have said, look, he needs yeah. to have over 300 yards in this game or we're going to have a problem. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've got an earful from, you know, quite a bit of people. But like you said as well, I looked at it and I said to myself, hey, if he gives me 180, you know, and, and two touchdowns, 190 and a touchdown, and as long as he continues to move the chains and things continue to look good from that standpoint, I'm fine with that. You know, I, I don't need to see nothing too too crazy. I just want to see him be confident and confident. Now, the next guy I need to see competent and confident out there as well is Robert Sulla. And, again, this guy's a rookie head coach. This yeah. is his first time, you know, being in this spot. Are you concerned that he's going to make, you know, a little bit of mistakes here and there as a rookie head coach that may cost us in this game? Because we've seen oh, that in I the past. Will. How confident, are, I how will confident are you in him going into this game?
4: I am confident, but I know he's going to make mistakes somewhere. I mean, most rookie co- uh, coaches do. You know, but, you know, I'm going to give him some slack. You know, it's is his Don't first game, you know, coming over here and whatnot. So, you got to go easy on him a little bit. I mean, he's, he's got to make mistakes. Rookie players make mistakes. Rookie coaches from the team they make mistakes. It's, it's bound to happen. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. but I, I, can, I can live with that for now. I mean, what do you expect from the first game that he's never even coached with the team before? You know, yeah. it takes adjust, it Takes an adjustment period, and that's exactly what this is. For style. This is an yeah. adjustment period.
0: So my final question before I let you go is: When you look at this Jets cornerback situation, how concerned are you about it going into this game against, you know, the Carolina Panthers? That's a team that have options there at wide receiver. Are you worried that our corners are not going to be able to keep these guys covered?
4: And that does concern me a little bit. I'm more concerned about our defense more than anything because that's where we messed up last year. So I mean, mm-hmm. our cornerbacks, and we've already lost like uh, two or three players to in injury already. So yeah, this does concern me quite a lot. Yeah. Know, we like yeah, we look like we're having you know we look like we we're having you know an easier time but then The injuries came in preseason and in the preseason games, and uh, that did con- that did concern me.
0: So uh, I am watching. I'm watching this uh, very very closely. Yeah. No. Listen, I hear you, man. So before I let you go, my friend, give me your final prediction for this game for this game against the Panthers. What is your final score prediction?
4: Okay, this is going to be a tough one. I'm expecting a defensive uh, type-like game here, So, but I'm going to give the Jets the win, and I'm going to say 17-13.
0: Mm-hmm. 17-13, Jets. Okay, okay, I respect that, 17-13, Jets. Listen, my friend, I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good night. All right, thank you, Joe. Listen, people are calling in. I've got So far, I've gotten Jets Jets all the way. So far, they said Jets going to win. You know, caller before before uh, him was saying the same thing. Jets take it. That's what Jacob said. So we're going to hear it. Listen, 515 602 515 Call in. Oh, I was about to go to Jason. Jason, call back. You know what I'm saying? We was about to go to Jason here. But we'll go to 772-772. I'm coming directly to you, my friend. You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name. Tell me where you're from. And
5: give me your thoughts
0: on this game for the New York Jets going in to play the Carolina Panthers. What's your biggest concern?
5: Joe, this is an old friend of yours back from the Let's Talk Jets days, Kyle. I don't know if you remember. Oh, Kyle. I just.
0: Bruh. Hold on. <laughs> this is Kyle.
3: Kyle
6: is
0: savage.
3: Kyle is savage, bro. Kyle a savage.
0: This is. Kyle, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. It's good to hear from you again. How's everything going with you, man?
5: I'm doing good, man. I'm in, uh, I'm in college right now. I uh, actually just got brought on at USF to work with the football team uh, for recruiting. Right. So, you know, I, yeah. uh, I, was, I was just scrolling through Twitter. I'm sitting here doing homework, you know, procrastinating a little bit. And uh, I saw that you were streaming. I was like, you know what? I haven't talked to Joe in a while. It's been probably a couple of years. Since I talked yeah. to you know, both yeah. you and Tyson, I
1: figured I'd give you a call, talk about some Jets football a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And listen, I want to thank you for calling in, man. So let's get into it, bro.
1: Let's get into it.
0: What are your expectations for Zach Wilson going into this game? Because there's a lot of Jets fans that are thinking he's going to have big numbers. Do you
5: feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I mean that's Jets fans for you. I, I I, mean, realistically, I know you've said it a little bit, but everybody needs a temper. Uh, The expectations Mm -hmm. here, I think we saw, you know, with Sam that a great opening doesn't necessarily mean anything in the NFL. We've seen a lot of uh, young quarterbacks come out and have really good rookie seasons uh, on top of having a good week one and then really never do anything. This is a process, and for all the Jets fans out there who are, you know, they're hell-bent on beating Sam Darnold. I get that. Like I do, I get that to an extent. Like I just said, this is a process. This is about actually nurturing and growing a franchise quarterback and the franchise along with him. One game isn't going to dictate everything for the future, but I will say to you, Joe, that I get the same feeling that I got in the Cincinnati game from 2016, that home opener, um, which I believe was on the anniversary of 9-11 where it was kind of like, well, if we win this game, the Jets might actually be you know, competitive this year because we weren't sure, you know, how Fitzpatrick and uh, Brandon Marshall and Decker were going to be in year two together. And if they were going to have the same magic, they come out and they weren't very good week one. And, you know, we kind of had an expectation from the season from there. I do kind of get the same feeling. It's a completely different situation, but I'm looking at it like this. The Panthers have one of the worst offensive lines in football right now, you know, even, even fully healthy. They're bad. Like there's no way around that. And, we all fully understand that Sam Darnold is a limited quarterback. He actually is, in fact, a horrible quarterback historically, when pressure or when under pressure. So I do think, regardless of it being his first game, you know, as a head coach, you know, Robert Sala and Jeff Ulbricht know what they're doing on defense. They really have never screwed up. Like, that's never been an issue. Now, what I am worried about, what some people are talking about, maybe Sala fudges up the time a little bit. It happens, maybe, you know, bad yep, challenge, yep. bad, you know, bad timeout, things of that nature Things yep. you've got to get adjusted to. But you are playing Sam Darnold, and we've seen plenty of head coaches, you know, get away with beating him despite making all those mistakes. I mean, you think about the Raiders game last season. John Gruden's not a good head coach, at least not anymore. He's a good offensive mind, and he was able to beat the Jets last year because of it. You know, to an extent. You know, I think I think Greg Williams and Lamar Jackson might have a little say in there, but you can be a bad head coach and be a bad roster and still beat a team with a really bad offensive line and Sam Darnold. And I think that's kind of the position the Jets are in right now. I think there's uh, a lot of talent on both sides, just in the wrong places. You know, it's great mm-hmm. that both the Jets and the Panthers have good wide receiving cores. Like that's great. Yeah. Wide receivers don't win the games. Quarterbacks. Whoa! and then Whoa. solid defense does
0: yeah listen oh, listen Kyle I, think I hear you him. I hear what yeah I was about to say because wide receivers can win you a game but listen I hear what you're saying quarterback got to give it to him and I, and I understand and I feel like I'm hearing kind of the same thing from you that I hear from some other Jets fans as well talking about some of the things that we saw from Sam here yes we saw there's issues but and we can go back and we can talk about the lack of protection, the lack of weapons that we gave him, the horrific coaching. But he's in a different space at this point, right? He's in Carolina with Matt right. Rule, a guy that can scheme up. This is, I mean, hell, we wanted Matt Rule. You remember? I know you remember that time. We definitely had this course back then, and we were going oh, back I, and forth. We thought we had Matt Rule at one point, right? And he slipped yeah, away. I'm a big and man. Rule boom, guy. he ended up on, yeah, exactly. And we ended up with Adam Gay. So he's over there. He's with Matt Rule. He's got wide receivers. You know, the offensive line may be spotty, but – He's got CMC back there as well. This is a a back that can really get the job done too. So I think when you look at the situation here, it's a different situation for him. him. And also when you look at our defense, one of the biggest questions for us is coverage, particularly at corner. And that's why I want to go next because everybody is just saying, hey, it's Sam Darnold. It doesn't matter. You know, his his offensive line is spotty. Yeah, but if they can shore that up with scheme and he can drop back, our corners are big time suspects. What are your thoughts about the matchup there? And what are your thoughts about the fact that we don't even know who our number two is at this point? Because Sulla hasn't announced it. A lot of people saying it could be Eccles, Dunn, it could be Gundry, who knows. What are your thoughts about that matchup with our corners against these wide receivers at this point?
5: Yeah, I mean, I've been concerned about the cornerback position in general the entire offseason. I thought it was something that Douglas, uh, you know, has not addressed well at all at any level. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, it's great finding your franchise quarterback and getting a left tackle and, you know, getting a head coach. We've checked a lot of boxes we have. I'm not here to, you know, to just stump on Douglas. But you do need to have cornerbacks in the NFL to be successful. I mean, there's really no yeah. way around it. Um, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to be Hall and Eccles on the outside and then Goudry at the slot, and we'll probably see Michael Carter in there too. I'm not, believe it Mm -hmm. or not, I'm not so much concerned about the coverage aspect of this, and this might sound crazy. I think it's more about the tackling issue that could be at hand here. Because I did just say (laughs) wide receivers, you know, don't win the games. But here's my concern. (laughs) You know, it's one thing when you're sitting back in cover three, and you're going to give these guys, you know, the five, six yards off, and they're going to make the little jump-off catches, and they're going to take what you give them. It's really easy to get beat if you can't tackle there. So I'm not worried mm-hmm. so much about the coverage aspect of that. I think you can scheme around the coverage aspect here. We've seen Bryce Hall go against some upper-level wide receivers in the NFL, and he was able to hold his own to an extent. I'm not, like, incredibly fearful about him just getting absolutely toasted by D.J. Moore mm-hmm. because of the footwork. That's not D.J., and that's not what Bryce has shown so far. What I'm concerned about is some of the younger guys, like Brandon Eccles, like Isaiah Dunn, if they see the field in week one, are you going to make a tackle in the open field when Robbie Anderson's running across or when DJ Moore's, you know, trying to break you? Because if you don't make that tackle, suddenly there's six on the board. And I think that's the biggest yeah. issue here. Um, because like I said, you can scheme around not having the experience or, you know, not having the mental, I don't want to say capacity, but like the experience of being a veteran in the game, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I should jump this route. Yeah. Like I know what's coming here. They're just going to sit back yeah. and they're going to listen to their coaches and they're going to stay at their landmarks. And I'm not I'm not overly worried about the actual coverage aspect. It's basically everything else. It's knowing your boundaries, you know, communicating well. Luckily, uh, you know, they do have a guy like Marcus May who has always been a really good communicator, has the good range and can make plays. So that definitely helps. But, you know, there are some things to be concerned about. But it's not – for me, it's not the actual, like, man-on-man coverage because I don't think we're going to see a lot of it And the Jets, you know, Ulbrich should not be putting these guys in a man-to-man situation. I mean, it's hell to cover Robbie Anderson man-to-man if you're the best corner in the league. I mean, we've seen Robbie Anderson beat some of the best guys in the league. We know that firsthand. You know, Ulbrich and Salah, they need to respect Robbie's speed, and they need to respect DJ Moore's shiftingness. The best way of doing that is by putting a historically turnover-prone quarterback into a leverage coverage type of situation where you're going to make him make the tough throws consistently in a game, and you know you're going to get pressure as long as there's not a lot of injuries on the defensive line. Uh, and what I wanted yeah. to quickly say, I, I, I'm sure you have a bunch of other people on the line or if you have another question, I just wanted to say, because yeah. I know you are talking about Sam's new environment and I, I agree with you hundred percent and I'm wishing Sam all the best of luck from weeks two to 17, but here, here's the reality <laughs> right now on paper for me. You want to talk about Matt Rule? Matt Rule is a great leader. Matt Rule is not the offensive coordinator. That's Joe Brady. What have we seen with Joe yeah. Brady so far? a struggling offense, and he had a historically better quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater last season. Say what you want about Teddy and Sam. I think they're both bottom-tier quarterbacks that sit tat basically. Teddy's the, the veteran who's going to check down. He's not going to turn the ball over too much, blah, 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 blah. Sam's the young guy who has all this talent, blah, 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 blah. Teddy is the better quarterback right now. Like, I don't think there's really an argument to be had there. So Joe Brady, okay. who was, was smeared this offseason – for not having a two-minute drill in his practice, for not having red zone drills in his practice. Hopefully hopefully for Sam's you know case and the Panthers' case, they've improved that. But they weren't a good mm-hmm. offense last year. They had Robbie Anderson. Uh, you know, Mike Davis obviously is not Christian McCaffrey, but you're still talking about a 1,000-yard rusher behind a bad offensive line. It's not like they were depleted at running back. They had playmakers on that team, a guy like Ian Thomas, mm-hmm. their tight end. I just uh I I really don't know how much the Panthers offense is actually going to be better from last season, given that they've currently downgraded at quarterback and uh overwhelmingly I don't think there's been a big shift in weaponry. I mean you can say what you want about Christian McCaffrey, but you know, I'm in I'm in the area of running backs don't matter too much. Now he's a pass catcher, he does his thing, he can certainly make plays. I'm not I'm not afraid God. of a running back. I mean it is what it is. Well, I well, will tell you what,
0: Kyle. You better be afraid of this one because this one is a running back that has no. an unbelievable skill set. Kyle, when he gets split out in the slot, he is. It's uh, look. Yeah, I, I, know, I
6: mean, value,
5: it's a great. Value. The value I mean,
0: of running he's backs. One of the
6: we're
5: few guys like, who can do it. Dude,
0: he is unbelievable. And like I said, if he's fully healthy, he, which they, you know supposedly he is and he's good to go, Christian McCaffrey is right. one of the most deadly backs in the league, and mm-hmm. we've seen guys cut guys up like that especially again when you look at our situation defensively our our linebacker situation we're about to see these guys get tested too sherwood nesra those guys are going to be out there because the the injury to gerard davis we saw guys struggle in that eagles game just covering backup guys right coming out the backfield well this is cmc coming to be honest with with no jokes no games we have to account for him. I understand people talk about running backs, but running backs like him do matter. Because if you don't, we yeah, see the different. sports guy. He's different, 100%. So, yeah, he's I not, agree with you on he's that. He's not your average back. You're like, he, he's not I'll, running with nothing. I'll say this, this guy struggle. is
5: serious business. Go ahead. I'll let you get the last word, you men- Kyle. You mentioned Jared Davis. I actually think having guys like Nazo Bean and Sherwood, from a physical standpoint, going against mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey is probably the better idea. Jared mm-hmm. Davis historically uh-huh. has struggled with guys like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking to see maybe if they I, have May come down. Man. Maybe maybe they have May come down if CMC goes into that slot. Maybe that's something they could do. But if he if you let him get matched up with one of these ba- young backers, it's it's going to be a long day. <laughs> it's going to be a long day. But that's something that we've got to go against. You know, that's something that's going to have to happen. I, so let's, go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead.
5: I'm I'm very much willing to live with taking away Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore all day by getting pressure in mm-hmm. Sam Donald's face and him just making the yeah. first read as the running back touchdown. down. I mean, I, I live okay. with that. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. this is, you know, this is the NFL offense, this is the NFL. You know, every team has three guys who can score, who can make plays like if if the running back is going to be your best threat to me, like I'm I'm taking that every day of the week as a defensive coordinator. Okay. Look, I'm, like you just got to tackle. I respect that. All you have to do is tackle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, back there, Kyle. Listen, i got to get back to these lines. It's been amazing to speak with you. My final question before I let you go is, Give me what is your prediction for the game, man? What is your score prediction? Who do you think takes it?
5: Yeah, um, definitely definitely interesting. I'll kind of go off the rep here because Vegas currently has Carolina as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And the money so far, you know, we're not even the Saturday yet, so I guess it's a, a little untrue. But the money so far, it's... It, It's 70% on Carolina, which is heavy.
2: Mm.
5: And then it's 72% on the over, which is 45. So I know a caller earlier said he he was kind of thinking of a low-scoring game. I'm thinking the same thing. Whenever you see 70% of the people, Vegas-wise, going one way, it's usually a recipe for Vegas to make a lot of money the other way. Um, This is probably a homer take, but I do think the Jets are the better team. And I don't think it's hard for Zach, even as a rookie, to have a better performance than what we've seen from Sam Darnold in his career. I'll say a very low-scoring game, Jets win 16-13. I'll take the under. Ooh.
0: Kyle taking the Jets as well. Listen, Kyle, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. You know, I love, I love talking to you. It's been a while, man. It really has been a while.
5: Yeah, I'll, I'll try to call in. I'm kind of limited on what I can really talk about because of, you know, my job with USF right now. Kind of a um, oh, a bit of a conflict of interest, but, you know, <laughs> I'll do it when I can.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Thank you, sir. Good to talk to you. All right. Listen, that was my guy Kyle, man, you know. I love talking Jets with him. Love talking football with him. Always a good guy to speak with. Well again, thank you for calling in, man. That was a good good talk. So we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We are taking all callers again. Please be patient. We're getting to everybody tonight. The lines are hot. We're talking Jets, Panthers. Look, if you have not give the stream a like, please do hit that like button wherever you're watching me from. I'm across multiple platforms. Also, please follow the stream as well. You know, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Hit that notification bell. You know what I'm saying. So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, if you want to give to the uh, platform, you can also donate through Snapchat. If you don't want to hit Snapchat, but you want to hit me in my Cash App, it's right there at the bottom of the screen. Go ahead, you know, give whatever you like, whatever you can. It's greatly appreciated. So we're gonna come get back to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. All right, we're taking all callers. Next call, I'm going to my guy Jason. Call back in, Monty Steve. Maxwell, we'll get to you in a second. Jason, I'm coming directly to you, my friend. Jason, salutes. I want to thank you for uh, calling in, man. It's good to speak with you. Hey, man, listen, Carolina coming up this week, New York Jets, everybody's excited. What are your thoughts about this game, man? Like how concerned are you about the New York Jets cornerback situation going into the game? Do you think they'll be able to keep DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson under wraps, man?
3: Well, you know, it's going to be very interesting to,
4: you
3: know, um, it's,
7: it's especially for rookies, man, they're going to especially learn against one of the
4: fastest,
7: with Bobby Anderson being one of the fastest in the league. They're going to have to um, take into account of that. And then more, and um, what we see as well, is um, yeah. we, they're going to, have to be learning all day Sunday. So hopefully they learn a lot, and it's going to be interesting this, you know, I'm expecting Robbie Anderson to get at least one touchdown on us and mm. just
0: because of the rookie um, running, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you look at this situation, I hear what you're saying about the cornerback situation. You expect Robbie to kind of have his day. Do you think the Jets' pass rusher will be able to get after Sam Darnold? Because that's one of the biggest concerns as well. A lot of people look into this Carolina Panther uh, offensive line, and they're saying it's not the greatest. Do you think that Shaq Lawson will have some effect in this football game? Well,
3: you know,
7: um, I, he has, if um, you look some tape on him, he actually has made some um, turnover day So it's going to be interesting. I think he can, you know, with Craig Williams and Waking are going to get probably the double team the most. That's going to get him mm-hmm. one-on-one opportunities
0: and be able for him to make plays. Can't wait to see if he yeah. can or can't do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So my final question before I let you go is, what are your expectations for Zach Wilson? Um, Well,
2: to be honest, I
0: kind of broke up there. Oh, I think we lost him. I think we lost Jason. Jason, call back if you can. I think we lost Jason. His phone jacked up. But he was giving some takes, man. He was talking about, hey, being concerned about Robbie Anderson in this passing game, being worried about, you know, what the Carolina Panthers going to bring offensively, and I would be as well. I know that there's a lot of Jets fans that are ready to dump on Sam Darnold. They want to com- completely destroy him. I get it. But let me tell you something. Sam is still a quarterback that can find guys, you know. And also he's, a, he's mobile too. Don't forget Sam can move a little bit as well. So we've got to account for a lot of things, and Sam is in a different situation. This is not Sam with the New York Jets, all right? It's a different situation for him. So we'll get back to these lines, 515 602 515 Call in. We're getting back to these lines. Please subscribe if you have not subscribed to the stream. Also like the stream as well if you haven't. And hit that notification bell so on our post content, you folks will be in the know. So listen, next we're going to a guy, you know, my guy Monty, I have nothing but respect for Monty. I like Monty, you know. But we get after it, all right, and we argue often. My security, sister- <laughs> <turning> <laughs> I already know what time it
2: is. All- hey, hey,
0: hey, Joe! Let me I'm you listen, I'm turning I it argue, off, brother. I'm good, man. I'm always good. It's always good to see Timothy. You you? We always go back and forth. Always we argue a pleasure. all the time. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we argue all the time, but it's all love. It's all love, but we hey, you know. We got to we yeah, got to
8: yeah, 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 do Joe, it. Joe, so, so what you talking about? You talking about Sam Darnold, man? That's 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 <laughs> still your boy.
0: Huh? <laughs> Here we go. Still your boy. Here we
8: go. I'm just saying. I'm just Listen. saying. You know, you okay. want to you want to you want to talk about my boy Jamal Adams being traded for uh two first round picks. How many picks did uh, Sam Darner get traded for? And he's he's in the
0: position that matters, as you say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's your boy, at the end of the day, Monty, yeah, no, uh, look, he's not a Jet anymore. I'm not crying about him. You're still crying about Jamal Adams. You're still crying about that trade. I'm not. I've moved on, okay? <laughs> no, I've moved no, on on no, cool the Carolina Panthers. Were you? Because every yeah. single time you call in, you want to talk to us about how Jamal Adams should still be a Jet. I mean, what are you, what exactly I'm, I'm, do you I'm want from I'm just saying, you
8: you, you, uh, you you saying he's trash.
0: That's all I'm saying. You're
8: saying uh, he's trash. I mean, you know? And he can't I mean, cover it. He's bad. a box safety, this, that, and the third. But, yeah. you know, a team yeah. just – you know, gave that up two you know two first round picks for him, but you know that's 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 neither here or there. You know, we, we, yeah, we, we could sure talk about it's, we could talk about Carolina.
0: We could talk about Carolina, yeah, just like Jamal Adams' coverage It's neither here or there either. It's all <laughs> neither here or there. But it's not here, Monty. It's not What there. more <laughs> do you want from me? What do you want? I'm just trying to tell you the truth. But let's talk about the Carolina oh. Panthers, Monty, because you already know we about to go back and forth. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson, man. What are your expectations of him going into this football game? Uh,
8: My expectations for Zach Wilson is
0: actually pretty high. Um, I Mm.
8: think over um, the past couple years, you know, we've just wanted to see development from the quarterback position. And, you know, we wanted Sam to just really turn into this, into this, you know, pure, thrower, perfect, perfect passer. And Sam had a lot of flaws, but, with Zach Wilson, I see I man, I'm impressed by the kid, man. You know, he has great footwork. He has great intens- anticipation. Um, he has great velocity on his passes. Uh if we if we're able to protect Zach Wilson, I think sky's the limit sky's the limit for this team. I if we if we're able to protect him and the receivers play um, you know, big time football, uh
0: I, I think the Jets can do some things. Yeah. So what what are your what is your expectation of like a stat line? Are you a guy that's kinda of going by he needs to throw a certain amount of yards for him to be impressive to you? Or are no, you like you no, know, no 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 no? Is it a look I, I'm thing? more you
9: so want
8: to
0: see him come out and look a certain way?
8: Yeah, I wanna see him look composed mostly. I don't wanna see him turning over the turning over the football. I just wanna see him being composed under pressure. Uh, long as he just doesn't you know, have any boneheaded interceptions or, you know, uh, have any boss security issues? I think it's I think it's a win. I'm expecting, I'm expecting like a you know two seventy, um, mm, okay. m- maybe a touchdown type of game. Okay. That's, Who, that's do what think Zach Who do you uh, think catches I, the
0: first? Who uh, do you think catches the first his first touchdown throw of the of the regular season?
8: I think. Uh, I think um, what's his, what's the guy's name? Uh, Corey Davis. I think Corey Davis catches his uh his first pass. Okay. I think they have good chem- okay. I think they have really good chemistry.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I do as well. I think Corey Davis is going to be a monster this season. I really do. I think if he stays um, healthy, why I, I wouldn't, say, why my, I well wouldn't a-
8: say monster, Joe. I wouldn't I, say
0: monster for us. For us, for us, yes, I think he's going to have a lot of receptions. I think he's going to be the guy that's probably going to lead uh, the Jets' wide receiver core in receptions, and I, I think he's going to get targets. If you go back and you watch that, uh, what was that? That preseason game against the Packers. I think that he, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, really showed some of the things, some of the. Some of the things that we saw in that game plan, where they were giving him the ball early and often, he was making plays. I think you were going to see a lot of that this upcoming season. He was one of the guys that the second we signed him, I was like, oh yeah, this is my guy. We definitely going to put some things together. So I'm expecting some things. That's crazy. From, you like know, you really, you
8: really think Corey Davis is like a like a really good player? Like he's a decent player, Joe. <laughs> like <laughs> he if, if he was, like sponsor. if he was the player, are we? If he was, if he was the player, you thought he was, he would still be in Tennessee right now. They wouldn't have Julio. They would have him.
0: Wow. Wow. You think everybody's trash, though, Monty. You think Makai Beckton's trash, since he's not the best tackle, uh, app- according to you, he was, in the game. I think he's he was You think they're all pro players. You think they're all pro players. They're trash.
8: not all pro no, players. No,
0: I, I said he has, he has all pro talent. You know what I meant, uh, Monty. We talk about this constantly, and I tell you, he has all pro talent, and he got snuffed out of a Pro Bowl. You knew exactly what I was saying, but, you know... You seem pretty uh, rational. Tonight. See you know, now you're trying to another, now you're trying to switch it. You're pushing the goalpost you know, back usually now. Usually no no. Usually we're just talking about Jamal Adams and all that. But let's 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 get back to this Carolina Panthers game. That's what I want to talk to you about. That's <laughs> what I want to talk to all you about. Right. You know all this other stuff. You know you, know, you you're putting okay, me to sleep okay, okay, with, okay, with all with okay. all that other stuff you're trying to bring. You know, you, you're putting me to sleep. Yeah. with that. I, I ain't got time for that. You know, I ain't got time for that. All right. Okay. Okay. We yeah, so okay, okay, we can we can we can move on. Yeah, let, let's get to that. So, what are your expectations for Elijah Moore in this game? Because a lot of people, again, there's been a lot of talk about him. You know, you uh, uh, you hear from the Jets beat; they say he's the best wide receiver the Jets have ever drafted. That's what a lot. That's what some of the writers were saying. What are your expectations of him in this game? So, I don't.
8: I, I really don't know what to expect. I didn't see much from during pre- preseason. All I heard was uh, things from you know the beat writers and what they were saying in practice. Um, but yeah. from what I, from what I hear and from what I see on, you know, from him in Ole Miss, I mean, he, he, he looks like a dynamic player, you know, like a slide you know, uh, a, the type of receiver that can really dominate the middle of the field, get open, find places, accelerate, make plays, make people miss. <laughs> um, he seems like a, a, like a really, really good player. I just want to, I just want to just, you know, see it on the field. You know, I really don't have too you know, that, that many, uh, you know that high of expectations for him um, until mm-hmm. I actually see it on the field. But from what I hear, the dude is the dude is balling. You know, yeah. and hopefully him and uh, Zach Wilson have good chemistry and they're able to do some some special th- some special things because that's what you need, man. You have to draft uh, you have to draft a quarterback and have a partner to go along with them so they can develop and grow together, and that's very important. Yep. In that process of, of rebuilding, you have to have your building blocks, and Elijah Moore was brought in here uh, to be one of those building blocks and and help Zach Wilson become, uh, you know, a great quarterback. Um, but from what I see, from what I, you know, from the scouting report to what I hear uh, from the beat reporters, dude seems like the real deal. But you know, it's a difference. It's a difference when you're going against high uh caliber NFL NFL talent as well. And yeah. uh I don't yeah. know if the the Jets really have that at the cornerback position to be able to challenge a yeah. guy like Elijah Moore. So you won't re- really be able to tell until you know he steps on the field this week. And um, but I'm 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 yeah. really excited uh to see him progress in his career cuz the dude, you know, he gets boxed by a lot of NFL players. So yeah. you know I want
0: to see if this kid is the real deal, man. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. You know, he's coming off that quad injury, so uh, you know, like yeah. you said, he didn't he didn't, uh, didn't play during that preseason. We thought we were going to see him in the last game, but they held him and Vera Tucker out. Of course, we were dealing with all those injuries and things that just happened, so we were actually mm-hmm. happy that they did that because uh-huh. we didn't want to see hey, somebody so else go playing. down. Correct, you know? Yes, he is. Vera Tucker is playing as well. That's where I was going to go with okay. you next. You looking at this offensive line, man? What are your thoughts about you know this offensive line? You know, Sulla's playing this game where he hasn't named the starting right tackle. It's got to be it's got to be Morgan Moses, right? It it you don't think that they're going to start Fant over Morgan Moses, do you? Actually I don't know.
8: Um Fant actually played decent last year until up until when he got hurt. Um Morgan Morgan Moses is a is a really good player as well. Um I honestly honestly don't know. I don't I don't know why he wouldn't wouldn't tell you who's 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 going to be starting. I understand why he's playing it so close to the vest. You know, it yeah. really doesn't make a difference. They're not. Good. It's not like you doing. It's not like you're dealing with one. You know, super elite player and you know somebody who's not super elite. They're both basically the same type of player. So, but I think they're going to have their work cut out for them this week. Uh, they're going against Brian Burns and Derek Brown. Man, Derek Brown is a is a phenomenal player. Man, I don't know if yeah. you know he's one of the the, the biggest uh, probably. Probably hidden gems in this league, man. He he dominates yeah. up front. Yeah. So and I know, think Dequan, Dequan Jones work, is a guy that can off. push the pocket too. DeJuan oh, yeah. Jones can do yeah. some work as
2: well.
8: Yeah, that yeah that uh, D line is fierce. Uh, their secondary is, has, has been upgraded. They got Dante Jackson and uh, they drafted uh, J C Horn and Jeremy Tinn was a uh, was a I, I want to say he was like one of the best rookie rookie safeties. Uh, hmm. Uh, last year so you know they you know outside outside of, i think the linebacker linebackers are really weak but yeah we're, we're gonna have our work cut out for us man this week that defense is is is,
0: is pretty tough yeah yeah it is they have a now, lot, of upgrades, flip... lot of
4: upgrades man
0: yeah they do now when we flip the script and go talk about our defense when you look at this situation that we have you know, mm-hmm. I look at it and we say, "Hey, we got to get, we got to get to Sam early, often. We've got to hit him, dude. We've got to bang him around." Mm-hmm. Who do you think is gonna? Who do you think is gonna be the guy really pushing the pocket this week? Do you think Shaq Lawson's gonna be able to step in and get get the job done? Do you think Huff is gonna be the guy kind of leading that charge? John Franklin Myers. Who do you think is gonna be the guy that we watch on Sunday and be like, "Wow, this is the guy that's really setting the tone for us as far as pass rushing." Joe, this is not going to be a Huff or a Shack Lawson game.
8: This is going to be more so a a, a Williams and and uh, okay. what's my guy name? Uh, the other guy in the, in the inside. Shutter um,
0: Rankins.
8: Rankin. Yeah, Rankins. Yeah, because you know, you know, Sam doesn't like pressure up the middle. And nope, nobody does. You know, if you get yeah, and if you get in if you get in this face, man, you 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 already see what Sam does, man, he starts seeing ghosts. So if you're able yeah. to if you're able to get that pressure in his face and make him uncomfortable, make 'em uh make 'em have to step outside the pocket and and, and, you know, go to a
0: second read, you know, I I think the Jets uh you know, Jets might pull something off here, man. Yeah. Yeah. How concerned are you about this uh, Jets linebacking core because I was just talking to Kyle about this, and oh. I know a lot of people aren't oh. talking about this, right? And I, and I brought it up. Kyle I was said, a good caller, Joe. That they was got, a damn good yeah, call. Yeah, he, was, he was great. Listen, I, listen, Kyle. Me and Kyle go back years. He's always been great talking about the Jets. That's why I love you know going back and forth with him. He was a great call, but I brought up, look, mm-hmm. they got CMC. He said, you know, running backs don't matter. He also said wide receivers don't matter, but CMC yeah, is yeah, that was crazy, serious though. business, bro. <laughs>
8: yeah. Yeah, C- CMC. CMC is a problem. <laughs> CMC I-, I-, I actually took him uh I took him first in my league too. Yeah, he's a he he's, he's going to be an issue because the Bruh. Jets the Jets have are going to have a problem with tackling. And if you yes. can't if you can't get in position, that's a lot of speed and agility coming at you. And I don't yes. think the Jets have seen a player like that. The Jets are a young team. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of a lot of these guys are first first year starters, second year, you know, kind of just you know playing sparingly. You know, they haven't really seen too many guys like CMC. We haven't played too many guys like CMC, and he's gonna mm-hmm. put he's gonna put a lot of pressure on the Jets uh, defense because he can also he can also split out wide and he's a great route runner. So if, if there's a yeah. mismatch on the field and and Joe Brady is not an Adam Gaze. He he will exploit a mixed match and 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 TMC is a guy who, who you can move all around the field and he can exploit the weakest linebacker on your team and he can even ex- exploit a, a a weak safety on your team. And if you're not yes, disciplined enough, you know, if you're not disciplined in the way you uh fill gaps, man, he can take it. He can take it to the crib. He's a he's a home run threat. He's like man, that dude is he's phenomenal, man. He's phenomenal. Phenomenal
0: player. I've I have been talking to Jets fans. <laughs> coming up into this week I've had discussions with people and everybody's just like oh yeah we got him we got safeties that convert to linebackers so we'll be good to go oh no i'm like bro i have seen that man make safeties look like nothing like they, like they don't even matter like i've, I've seen, I've him, seen completely him abuse people go, man. he
8: abuses really good linebackers <laughs> really good covers.
0: yeah
8: mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. He is he is a phenomenal player. He got I mean I, I think people forget last year that he really got you know he was he was kind of hampered by injuries, the uh, ankle yeah. injury last year. So I think people yep. really forget how dynamic this guy is and how fast yeah. how fast he hits the holes, how fast he he makes guys miss. He's just a super explosive uh in He's a student of the game. Like he's a, yeah. uh, you know, I hate to be talking about he, this guy because you know I really don't. No, really don't yeah, because yeah, he's not on players, our team, but, but. Yeah, yeah, he's not on our team. But you know, I I, I enjoy football and just okay. watching him play. It's just exciting to, to 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 watch because he's a he's a guy where you can't you can't go to the refrigerator and grab a beer. You know, he any yeah. type of play he can make something happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we gotta account for him. That's what I, you know, try to tell people. So yes. my final question, my my final question What's for up? you is: How concerned are you about the uh, about the Jets in coverage as far as the cornerbacks? Do you think we'll be able to keep Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore under wraps?
8: Um, I would say yes, because I don't think that's going to be. Um, I don't think that's going to be their game plan. I think Joe Brady wants Sam to be a game manager. He doesn't want Sam taking too many risks, and I, I think he's going to manage the 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 passing attempts that um uh, that Sam may may have. Now, you know, you you have seen Robbie Anderson. You know Robbie Anderson can take you know take you up top quick. So you know that's mm-hmm. going to be something that you, you that you're going to have to worry about. But I don't think I think they're just going to come in and they're just going to really manage the game for Sam and kind of ease him into the position. And it's going to be a, a Christian Christian McCaffrey game. And I think they're they're probably going to have it's going to be it's going to be a play where you know Robbie Anderson is going to be able to get behind uh, some guys and, and and make some plays. But uh, I don't I don't I I, I the scheme in which uh, Salah wants to run, he's a more so mm-hmm. cover three scheme. I think he's going to want to, mm-hmm. I think he's going to just want to uh, have his corners, just make sure everything stays in front. And, you know, if yep. Sam picks us apart underneath, then, you know, so be it. But I think they're really going to just manage the big plays and, but on the other side with the Panthers, I think they are just going to try to run the ball and try to manage Sam as much as possible. And I,
0: and if they want to win, I think that's what they that's what they should do.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, we'll see what happens, especially with that matchup. Again, that linebacker matchup is going to be an interesting one, and I want to see how oh. they utilize Marcus May in this Oof. game as well, because I think Marcus May needs to be brought down to help against CMC. That's that's our best cover guy, you know, as far as our in our mm-hmm. secondary at this point. So um, I want to see I But I think, you know, but I think, I think Marcus is May is
8: a guy. I think Marcus May is a guy where you know you want him. I know we kind of joked about this last week, but you know you want him playing that traditional free safety uh free safety role mm-hmm. because uh especially with Robbie Robbie is a is a deep threat and you don't yeah. want you don't want you want him to be your last line of defense because he has range you know uh Marcus May has range and and he can make up Absolutely. you know for some of the mistakes of the cornerbacks but I I I really don't want him inside the box playing that strong safety position because we need him more so uh, making sure nobody's beating us up top, and you know uh, yeah. DJ Moore can go up top too. You know people forget. You know uh, people yes, don't sir. don't realize like you know he's a you know he's a he's a young uh, talented receiver as well. I and mean, if you're not paying attention, he could take you up top as well. So if they just yeah. if they just play cover three, you know just if they play cover three, don't let anything get behind them. Tackle well and 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 just try to blanket uh CMC I think they can you know make it a low scoring game Yeah 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 it
0: could So my final I man they have to I tackle, to have to tackle. Final... Yeah we got to tackle Give me your final prediction for the game Monty Um I think the I think the Panthers
8: I think the Panthers uh are going to win Um but I think it's going to be a close game Uh I think it's going to be uh I think it's going to be 21 24 uh Panthers um, Ooh, okay. I think it's just. I think. I think it's just. I think that I. I'm only picking the 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 Panthers because I just. I think the defense is just going to be under too much stress, man. It's a it's, it's. A lot dealing with CMC and dealing with Robbie Anderson and dealing with uh, yeah. DJ Moore and then we didn't, we haven't even talked about Terrence Marshall. Um, no. It's just a lot of stress that they're going to put on our put on our defense, and we're not as experienced to be able to handle that. And you know this is going to be what CJ Mosey's first game back in a couple years, so I don't know how much mm-hmm. you can actually depend on him for you know on field leadership per se. So I think you know they'll they'll be competitive, uh, but you know late. But I think the the Panthers uh, find a way to close it out, and you know they have a twenty four twenty one twenty one win.
0: Listen, Monty twenty four twenty one. The L for the Jets. I respect it, though. I respect yeah. it. Listen, Monty, this was a call from you, man. This was a call you called in. You were rational. I loved the discussion. I loved it. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? I loved yeah, man. You know, I, as usual. Yeah.
8: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we have yeah. our issue. We we have our issues, though. We have our issues, and in, in which we have to. You know. You know, we talk about. We, we I see you on Twitter bringing up stuff and. You know, I you know some things I just got to get out on the show. all right? so Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there that's, it is. That's
0: how you do. But it's all up. Yeah, it's all love. Let's give let's give Monty a hand before we go. Yeah, come on, C. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Can I get some laughs from the
2: crowd?
0: Not too much love, though. Slow down. I don't pay y'all for that. Yeah, Savage was coming at me last week, yo. Hey, well, you know, when you come on <laughs> with that nonsense, they got to, you know, <laughs> they got to get you. You came on with straight nonsense, bro. Straight nonsense. Man, so listen, Monty, bad. I got to get back that's to these bad. lines. I got to get go back ahead, to these Joe. lines. You have yourself a good night. Right. Next time I have a show, I want to hear you, from you, Monty. We're going to go back and forth. You do the same. Okay, I'll talk to you. Sorry, you have you have a good one. All right. Listen, Monty call in with some fire, okay? He
2: called in with some fire. And we're
0: gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We've had quite a show. We're gonna keep getting to these lines. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. I'm going to go to him really quickly. BK trainer salutes to BK. BK. BK says, what do you think about the linebackers going into this game? Mosley is going to, uh, going to have to make a lot of plays. Yeah. And also, uh, Andrew Yakko salutes to him as well. Andrew says, is C.J. Mosley going to give us four quarters? If yes, we win. Listen, you guys, both of you, asked really good questions. Uh, yeah, C.J. Mosley is definitely going to be tested in this football game. Uh, I, I talked a little, bit, a little bit about the linebackers earlier as well. I think that's a matchup that a lot of people are not discussing because everyone's so focused on the cornerback situation. Yeah, our cornerback situation is suspect. But let me tell you, when you got a guy like CMC, Christian McCaffrey coming at you full speed and he's one of the better backs in the league and not just he's not just a, a, a one kind of thing running back. He's just not, you know, a one dimensional guy. No, he can come out the he can come out the backfield and catch the football. They split him out wide within the offense. He can get within the slot, catch the football. Sometimes they put him outside. You know, motion him into a position outside where he, and he can run routes really well like a wide receiver. It's completely crazy. You've got to account for him, too, so our linebacker situation is going to be exposed as well. Our young linebackers, they're going to have to step up, too. Ham, Hamza Nezrodean, Sherwood, those guys are going to be started. Yes, their safety's converted there. We've got to get it together. They've got to be ready and make sure that they know what's going on out there. sulo has got to make sure those guys' heads are in the game, because if not, CMC is going to take advantage. So, Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We are taking all callers again. I live stream during my during my radio show. So salutes to all the savages in the chat. Salutes to y'all. We're gonna keep coming to y'all. Salutes to NY Jets FL. Salutes to BK trainers. Salutes to Shaq. Salutes to him as well. Salutes to everybody in the chat. We'll come to y'all as well when y'all ask questions. We're gonna get to these lines though. Again, five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you haven't already. Also, subscribe if you haven't already, and please hit that notification bell as well and share the stream, too. So, next caller we're going to, my guy Steve, man. I'm coming to Steve. Steve knows his Jets. He knows what time it is. He knows, you know, what, what he wants to talk about. Listen, Steve, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in. We're talking Jets, Panthers right now, man. What is your biggest concern for the New York Jets offense going into this football game?
7: Hey, Joe. First off, great to hear from you, man. You know, before we get into that talk, you know, it, it's finally here. It's finally game week, you know. We're finally mm-hmm. getting ready for the first game of the season. The matchup that, that a lot of people in the NFL have been looking for, Sam Darnold against his former team, and that's us. You know, you know, matchup that I'm, I'm looking that that's definitely going to be on our offensive side of the ball is is how this offensive line protects Zach Wilson. That's the first thing I was going to talk about. You know, the thing is, you know, listen, and listen, you know, this is the thing about this matchup going up against Carolina. You know, Carolina is a rebuilding team just like we are. I mean, yes, they have some veterans on their team just like we do, but, but, you know, they're in a rebuild as well. I, I mean, and the thing is, you know, the coach that, um, that we're going up against, it should have been the guy who should have been our coach in 2019 that, um, okay. that we should have had as our coach because of the whole thing of why, our, uh, of why Christopher Johnson to this day was an idiot back then. But, you know, the thing is, you know, it's definitely going to be – I mean, it's a new Jets team. It's definitely a new thing. You know, you know, as you said, Joe, everybody, all Jet fans are all thanks. Oh, Zach Wilson's going to throw for 300 yards, 400 yards. Listen, Mm -hmm. the Jets fans have to calm down and not get so freaking cocky about everything. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, I have seen this the last couple days. I mean, listen, it's okay to be excited, but at the same time, it's like, come on, you can't be cocky before when we're going up against, you know, like our former quarterback and everyone's all saying, oh, well, Sam Darnold's trash. Well, listen... Sam Darnold is in a new system now, just like, just like we are, you know. The one thing is about this game is it's definitely, it's definitely going to have some good moments. It's going to have some ugly moments from both teams because these are both rebuilding teams. But this is going to be exciting, you know. And the one thing, one thing Joe, I'll, I'll, I'll let you say again before you say anything. This is a game mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that I really, really, really hope that Adam Gaze watches, okay? So Adam Gaze <laughs> can understand what an offensive system – how an offensive system works, you know, because this is going to yeah. be the four team he coached and the other player that he used to try to make a, a top quarterback. So what's going on, Joe?
0: Yeah, listen, I, Steve coming in with the fire, I don't want to have nothing. I don't hope Adam Gaze – I don't want him watching us. I don't want I, – I, I don't want Adam Gaze to have – Anything to do with the Jets, I am done with that guy. I don't ever want to see that guy ever again like anywhere. <laughs> I don't want. I'm holding on to the wheel tight. I, I, I'm not slipping. I'm not doing it. Get that guy away from here. I don't want to watch games. I don't want to, nothing. Just stay away from the Jets at all costs. But I, I hear you, Steve. This is a game where, like you said, you know I, Zach Wilson. A lot of people have big expectations for him. You know, there's some Jets fans talking about 300-plus or I'm not going to be impressed. Look, I just want him to come out and play solidly. But the thing I think is going to be big as well is going to be the implementation of the running game, man. I think if we run the ball effectively, especially early, we get really physical, that's going to really help him. So that's my question for you, Steve, is who do you think is going to be the Jets' leading rusher in this football game? Who do you think is going to have the most rushing yards for the New York Jets?
7: The rushing. If if I had to say something about rushing yards right now, as of right now, I think it's going to be between either Tevin Coleman or um, or Ty Johnson. One of those two. Okay. It, it's it's okay. just that. Yeah, but it's just the thing is, Joe is just going now because now I want to talk about this team we're facing. Now, here are some of the strengths that the Carolina Panthers have. Obviously this is the debut of Sam Darnold, you know, with Carolina. But the one thing that a lot of people are, are that we also have to watch out for that not only does Darnold want to have to try to have a big game against us, but so does Robbie Anderson. I mean Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. a former receiver has to play for us for us, you know. Yeah. A lot of people have said that we should have re signed him back in two thousand twenty. Instead we ended up getting instead we ended up letting him go to free agency. We ended up getting that garbage receiver, Shard Perriman, you know, and then, and, then Robbie, and then, unfortunately, we ended up letting Robbie Anderson go. I mean, listen, Robbie Anderson is coming off of one of his best seasons. I mean, he had 1,000 yards receiving last year, so he's definitely going to make an impact. So does David Moore. But here is now the key of beating the Panthers on the offensive side of the ball. You have to put the pressure on Sam. I mean, listen, we saw in the past of what Sam did the three years he was with us when he was under pressure, and when he wasn't under, when he was under pressure, it wasn't pretty at all. Then, yeah. and that's one thing you got to do. The Jets defense has to put pressure on Sam. The other thing yeah. is you have to maintain Christian McCaffrey because now listen, Christian McCaffrey <clears throat> is coming off of one of his toughest seasons last year. I mean, his season was tough last year because he put he, most of the season he was hurt last year. But the thing is, let me tell you something. When Christian McCaffrey is very healthy, I mean, listen, Christian McCaffrey is not a big player, but he is one of the top running backs in the league when he is very, yeah. very healthy. And, and, and that's going to be the one key thing on the offensive side of the ball. Now, facing Carolina's defense, now, but the biggest weakness that Carolina does have is their offensive line, okay? Their offensive line is not that very good. And, I mean, even last year it wasn't good, and this year it's not that good at all. Even though they do have one of those pro bowlers, I forgot what his name was, but that's going to be the thing for the Jets defense, then, going up against Carolina's offense. And the other thing I was going to say was was this. You know, when you look at Carolina's um defensive side of the ball, too. Um, A pass rusher, you know, they got the guy, Brian Burns, who you mentioned earlier tonight on the show. He's a very good pass rusher. Not the best pass rusher in the league, but he's very, very good. Um, He's very good, yeah. Their their secondary is one of their biggest issues on the the defensive side of the ball, just like ours is, because the thing is that since we got a young group, but let me tell you something this should be an exciting game and this should be close. So Joe.
0: Yeah, look, I, Steve, you're, you're bringing some heat right now. And I hear you. I look at it. Like you said, as well, this, this pass rush to me, there's some guys that they can absolutely bring after us. So i talked about, you know, Burns constantly. This is a guy that can really get after it again. he's healing up from, I think he had like a shoulder injury before. So things are looking good to go for him this year. I expect, you know, big things out of him. We must account for him also Derek Brown as well is a guy, too. Daquan Jones they have up front, defensive line. If we cannot get these guys blocked, we're going to have big-time issues, big-time issues up front, and you're going to have a lot of pressure in Zach Wilson's face. So, listen, Steve, you really brought some heat as well, man. My final question for you, my friend, is what are the three keys to a Jets victory? When you look at this situation, what are three things that you say, hey, if the Jets can hang their hats on these things, they'll get themselves a W?
7: Okay, so the three keys to the game for the Jets. This is what they need to do to get their first win of the season against Carolina. And let me tell you something, Joe, right now. What, what, here's the thing. We have not won a game in September since 2018. The last two years, we've lost in the month of September all of our games. So now the keys to the game. In order for the Jets, to win this game against Carolina is this. On, the, on their defensive side of the ball, they cannot have Christian McCaffrey be let go all the time. Because if you do, we're not going to win. And you've got to put the pressure on Sam. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's one defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, you've got to make sure that Zach Wilson feels comfortable. And listen, I don't expect Zach Wilson to throw 300, 400 yards in his first game. I would love for that to happen, but I just don't see that happening. Zach yeah. Wilson's got maintaining of, the, of, of his time with the ball. He's got to also not make a lot of bad decisions. If he makes a bad decision, he's got to make up for it. And the other thing yeah. that needs to happen with Zach is, is, that, is that, you know, he, he, can't, make too, he can't make turnovers. The other thing is also, too, is the running game. If you have a good running game in that game against Carolina, and if, and if, and if we can run the ball really well, like how we did in the preseason, then, we should, then, then that's another key thing. And the last thing for key to winning this game, and this is for the special team side of the ball, field position. Field position yeah. is the key because you yeah. – listen – you, you cannot always start off with bad field position in a game. Because yep. if you do, yep. you're not going to win games. Field position yep. is very, very important. So those are my three yep. keys to the game. And if I had to make a final score as of now, I think the game will
4: prediction. be
7: a little high scoring. But if I'm going to pick, uh, predict the game now, I do believe the Jets will win this Sunday. I'm going to go 27-24.
0: Jet. Ooh, twenty-seven twenty four Jet <laughs> All right, Steve. Steve brought some heat, man. Listen, Steve, this was a great call from you, my friend, alright? You go ahead. Have yourself a good night, alright, my friend?
7: Hey, good night, Joe.
0: Go, Jet. That's what I'm talking about. Go Steve bring <laughs> the heat, man. I like what Steve brought to the table. And also before he left was some of the things that he was talking about, field position. Um, I, I talked a little bit about that. Listen, Braden, man, he's going to be extremely important in this game. His punting, his ability to pin Carolina back within their territory is going to be huge for us. We've got to make sure that that's done as well. Kick return, punt return is going to be important for us too, offensively, to give us solid field position. That's going to help us as well, you know, particularly in our scoring drive. So, we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 602 515 Call in. We are taking all callers, all right? So uh, also, if you have not liked the stream, please like the stream. Please subscribe to the stream as well. And also hit that notification bell if you can too, so that when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you'd like to donate to the stream, the super chat is there. If you don't want to give to the Super Chat, you'd rather give to the Cash App, the Cash App is there as well at the bottom of the screen. Please give whatever you'd like to give. It is greatly appreciated. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 515 602 call in. Going to Maxwell, man. Maxwell is up next, and I want to talk to him. Maxwell knows his Jets. He knows what he's talking about. Salutes to you, Maxwell. Good to hear from you tonight. Maxwell, give me your thoughts about this New York Jets team going up against the Carolina Panthers. What is your biggest concern going in defensively? Are you worried about the
6: Jets'
0: cornerback situation?
6: I think the Jets, the most concerning thing is the corners. I think our corners is not that good. If we actually signed Richard Sherman, uh, this wouldn't be a problem. But I don't trust Mateo Echols. I don't trust uh, Pinnock. I don't trust any of the young – because this is an interesting fact. Most of our corners are either year one and year two, and most of our corners weren't even – they're drafted in the fifth round. And I'm concerned that, oh, with Robbie Anderson. He's a good wide receiver. I'm concerned with DJ Moore. I'm not so concerned about Darnold since he's not that good. And to the goal, he had Adam Gase. do I understand Adam Gase isn't the best coach, but Sam Darnold wasn't really
0: that good. He had turnover problems in college. No, look, listen. I hear you, but you know there was also issues with us acquiring talent as well. We never gave him an offensive line. Uh, he never really had offensive weapons here. And then we had Adam Gase, the worst coach in the in the league at the time, and he's also probably the worst coach the New York Jets have ever had in franchise history. I know the Jets fans that were around when Kotite was around.
2: 100%. Some people say it's Kotite. I knew
0: people that that were around when Kotite was, you know, was running the Jets, and I, there were some Jets fans, some older Jets fans that said, "No, nah, Adam Gase is worse." The rich co type. So, you know, it is what it is. But again, we've moved forward. Sam Darnold is now, you know, with the Carolina Panthers, and he's in a different situation. So I look at it, and like I said as well, I'm a little concerned I'm, – well, I'm very concerned about our cornerback situation going into this game. I know people talk about Robbie Anderson because he's the guy that is really going to give you the heat, right? He's the quick six guy. He's the quick TD. But D.J. Moore is serious business as well. This is a guy that's, that's underrated in this league but can make plays. So I'm worried about our corner situation. But I'm also looking at this pass rushing situation as well, and I'm wondering – hey, can they get some pressure on Sam? Can they can they bring the heat, especially when you're looking at this Carolina Panthers offensive line that's, you know, kind of in, in a situation right now. Do you think that a guy like Shaq Lawson will be able to make an impact this week?
6: I think Shaq Lawson will have five sacks on Sam Darls. I don't think – because I think he'll just hold on the ball for too long. That's what I think.
0: Wow. <laughs> five sacks for Shaq Lawson? <laughs> I mean, if he has that, I'll take it. I'll take it all day, but that's you know, that's a high number there. But you know, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know about five sacks, but if he can get that, I'll, I'll take it all day. I'm right there. But you know, I know John Franklin Myers is going to be in that mix. Huff is going to be in the mix, especially with the issues uh, along the Carolina Panthers interior offensive line. I expect Quentin Williams to have a day as well. He's going to wreak some havoc. I don't know if it'll turn into immediate sacks, but definitely the pressure and the chaos he's going to he's going to cause is definitely going to allow other guys to feed off and get some sacks off of that. So. What are your thoughts about the situation offensively, though, man? What are your expectations for Zach Wilson?
6: I think Zach Wilson's going to have two touchdowns, one interception. I think the two touchdowns, his first NFL touchdown is going to be to the rookie, Elijah Moore. The second touchdown is going to be to uh, Corey Davis. And the interception
0: is going to be about Brian Burns. Mm. Okay, okay. So my final question before I let you go, Max, because you're bringing it right now, man. As you look at this situation, what is your final prediction for the New York Jets against Carolina Panthers? So
6: I was in ESPN NFL um, Pick'em, which is this um, uh, betting uh, thing, and it said like a lot of people were saying, oh, Pitt's going to win. I think Jets are going to win like
0: 28-24. Oh,
6: 28-24 Jets. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I respect that. Listen, Max, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It was a great call. You have yourself a good one, my friend.
6: Have a good night.
0: All right, listen, Max calling in. He's fired up. He said five sacks. Five. I'm like whoa, but he's bringing it. You know, he's bringing his takes. He said sack loss five sacks. Anybody agree with that? Savages. What are your thoughts? Five sacks. Shaq Lawson. We're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed to the stream. Also give the stream a thumbs up. Hit that notification bell. Please donate to the Snapchat or the, the Cash app if you can. If not, hey, the Super Chat's there as well. Give Whatever you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 51029-639. call in. Next, I'm going to my guy. I think this is my guy, Roach. This is my guy, Roach, man. Hold on. First off, Roach is a What happened? Roach is a savage. <laughs> He's a savage. Roach is a straight savage. Salutes, Roach. Good to hear from you again. Yo, my how friend.
3: you been, bro? It's been a minute.
0: <laughs> man, it has. What's up, Roach. Savages? It has. Listen, listen, listen. We getting right into it. Give me your thoughts about this Jets offense going into against this Carolina Panthers. How are you feeling about it, man? What is your biggest concern for this Jets offense going into this game?
3: Well, to be honest with you, my biggest concern is Zach Wilson as far as if he could take mm-hmm. those hits. I don't care as much of how many passing yards he get because mm-hmm. after looking at the, that, that, the, um, the Panthers' defense, they look ferocious, man. They look like they're mm-hmm. going to get, like, five sacks off of him. So I just hope... The connection with Zach and Eli and Elijah Moore is good, man. Because the one thing I, I, because when I saw that last preseason, I saw Sam how they just dominated Pittsburgh. I'm like that, mm-hmm. that, that Robbie and Sam Donald. I'm like, yo, you gotta respect Sam, man, because he could be dangerous. Yep. You give that man time, and he rolls out to the left. And he can man. run the ball if he don't see anything. And you got Christian McCaffrey. Like, oh, 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 I don't know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> man, I mean, man. Listen, I, you I, know, I, 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 I think,
3: I think though mm-hmm. I do have some Mosley, and I think that. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really just concerned about the corner situation, man. I really don't mm-hmm. know what they got up their sleeve, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I'm concerned with that as well. You look at the situation, Sulla, you know, is kind of playing games with naming who the number two guy is going to be. We all know that yeah, Hall, right. since we cut Bless. We don't need to be playing <laughs> those games right now. <laughs> <laughs> since we got rid of Bless Austin, we know we've moved on from Bless Austin. But, you know, so yeah. Hall is going to slide into that number one spot. But now, you know, Sulla's not saying who the number two guy is going to be. So I, I don't know if it's going to be Echols, Dunn, some people saying it's going to be Gundry. I mean, but either way, yeah. it's a lot of concerns. I mean, for you, when you look at that number two spot again, because there's a question mark he hasn't announced it yet, who do you think is going to be our number two corner? I mean, who's the guy that you're looking and saying, uh, eh, he probably can fit the bill and we'll see what happens.
3: I, I'm going to be honest with you, Joe. I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I yeah. could sit here and tell you such, but, I mean, I, I was kind of shocked that they did get rid of Bless Austin because even though it's yeah. like, you could think he tried, he wasn't good enough to me either, but, man, that is mm-hmm. scary. But, you know, what I,
2: think? Yeah.
3: I my biggest fear, to be honest with you, is Morgan.
0: Oh, uh, James Morgan, because he's he's playing for the Panthers now, so he was gonna tell them all. Right, about
3: and and you know, if he <laughs> if he was telling them secrets, bro, I mean, you could, you gotta take every advantage you can get. You don't think they probably said, all right, <laughs> like, the and that. I mean, that's how the Patriots was doing it. So I don't know, man. I, I really <laughs> you no. Know, I, will- I, I, listen, what? I I I i, I You know me. I'm a Sam supporter. I'm a Jets fan Mm -hmm. for life. But I just feel like Sam is in a whole new situation. The connection with him and Robbie, and then seeing him with the the passing with the with DJ Moore. I don't know, man. I I I mean, they they obviously picked Sam for a reason. They see something in him, man. So I don't know.
2: I still think yeah, that I, mean,
3: I hope that the best of the season don't become man our most valuable player because I because I think we're going to rely <laughs> on his points and that field position man but I I, I know as Jets fans we're kind of delusional and I'm going to get off the phone so you know you can trust other <laughs> callers so
7: I'll give my Go position ahead. right away. I think. Go ahead. What's... I think th-
3: I think this is gonna be a slaughter, man. I see the Panthers up maybe twenty eight to thirteen. Oh, it's I, that ah. Uh, wow, I know, man! I think Christian McCaff, I just I, I, wow. I just because we did see him in preseason, but he is dangerous. He's dangerous.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like Listen, like the previous I mean,
3: caller said, if they can't tackle, yeah. oh, it's gonna be a long day. <laughs>
0: it is. It is. So really? Ro- Roach has the Panthers winning 28. So you said it's going to be a complete blowout. What is your score again? Because you said they're going to be up. But what that's do you think the, 20, the finishing 30. score is going to be? And I'm
3: nice because I do see
0: 20,
2: that back.
0: Well, 28-13, oh, that's, 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 that, that, that's all I can do, Roach, 28-13. Look, I respect your take. I respect it, you know, but – I mean, this is a tough Panthers team. I hear what you're saying, Roach. I mean, you know, but, you know, we'll see what happens, Roach. I get it. They they got a lot of weapons. Go ahead. I'll let you get the last one.
3: I think think it's about, like, game five or six. You'll see, like, the Jets' defense, see what they're really about when they start gelling together. And the only reason why I say that is because you still have – I love Salah. I think that was the best hire. And uh, but you know he's a first year coach. This is the first game, and this almost reminded me of like when Sam first started with the Detroit Lions after that pick six, you know. So it's yeah. be very unpredictable. But yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. I, I, I I I would like to know the cornerback situation because that's what I'm yeah. really worried about. Because uh, Robbie, yeah. he just he feels like he wants. I don't know. for some he, reason it's like when you
2: leave the jet, you
3: come back and you wanna just blow him out the water. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. You roach, you are telling the absolute truth. Listen, if Robbie Anderson can go off in this football game, he is going to go off. His damn Sam Darnold too. I know that everybody's trying to play it cool like it's just another game. Dude, this not. If Robbie can have no, uh, uh, 100, <laughs> a buck 50 and two touchdowns or three touchdowns, and Sam can go off for 350, oh. they're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to do it. So, listen, Rob, no, I, I want to thank you for calling in. i got to get everyone. back to you oh. one. Go ahead. I'll let you get the last word.
3: No, I, I was going to say, just imagine if the, the, um, if the Jets lose. Do you hear the storyline on Twitter and the news? It's going to be nonsense. Listen.
0: Listen, and we we'll listen, Roach. You already know I'm gonna be live, so we're gonna be here together. All right, bro. <laughs> I'll catch you we, on we're game day, man.
3: We just gonna have no, to discuss
0: <laughs> this one. <laughs> right. You have a good one, Roach. <laughs> All right, Dave. you too, bro. Take care. <laughs> Peace, Roach. Calling in. All right, listen, Roach. I respect him. He's a savage. He he gave his take, and he said what he said. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 602 515 Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, 845-845. We're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, give me your thoughts about this New York Jets offense. What is your biggest concern going against the Carolina Panthers?
9: Hey, man. What's up, Joe? By the way, you always well, call me 845. You can call me PT from now on if you want um, oh but yeah, I, well, we go, go ahead? Yeah, absolutely.
0: CT, my no, bad. Go yeah. ahead. What's going CT, on with you, about? On,
9: Um, But uh, yeah, right now, I really don't have any more concerns with the offense. I really have more concerns with the defense. I think that this, this game right here is going to be a test for the Jets defense off the rip, right, right at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, because that uh, Carolina Panthers offense is really, it looks pretty stacked. You know, they have Terrence Marshall Jr. They got Robbie Anderson uh got Chris McCaffrey, you know, run CMC. I believe that, yeah. you know, and then they got Sam, you know, so let's put it that way. Because, you know, Sam is still that dude, I, I believe, you know, and yeah. he's going to try to prove it. So he has no, even a, an incentive to try to go out there and, you know, beat his uh, you know, former team. So I'm more concerned with our defense, what's being so young, and them having to, you know, have a big task to, for the first game of the season. I do believe that if the Jets do pull out this victory, oh, my God, it's going to be crazy. Us Jets fans are going to act like it's a Super Bowl because, because it's a yeah. big deal, you know, with the new regime and the new quarterback, new coach, and just those good vibes we've been feeling. if it's confirmed on Sunday, yeah, it's going to be lit.
0: Yeah, it is. And, listen, CT, look, I look at the situation, and I'm hearing exactly what you're saying. It would be great if the Jets keep this. themselves a W. I'm excited about watching the game, but a big issue is – you talked a little bit about Christian McCaffrey and Robbie and all those guys. I'm worried about our cornerback situation. What are your thoughts on that, and who do you actually think is going to be our number two?
9: Good question, man, good question. Um, when it comes to the number two, I have no idea, to be honest. It's like I was so <laughs> shocked that, <laughs> so that like Bless Austin uh, was, was, was let go. But I, I was like, wow, I guess these coaches believe they got somebody that's not much of a drop off, you know, it's from blessed. Yeah. Or they just want to get out under the fire, you know, these young guys. So I'm really concerned. Like I said, it's the defense. The defense is the only thing that really is concerning me right now because if we can't stop Sam, it's going to be hard. I mean, we're going to put, we're going to put Zach Wilson in a position where he has to throw the ball um, a lot to to, to pull out the victory. We're putting all the you know we say we want to lift him up, which is great. We got we got a lot of weapons around him now, but. I'd rather him not have to, you know, let's run the ball, see if our running game is good. I'd rather him not have to, you know, throw like 40 passes in the first game. I'd rather yeah. him have to just take it easy, you know, and uh, let our running game do the work and, and pull out the victory. But like you said, the cornerback situation is all rookies. There's no way we can actually – I think they're doing a, a rot- rotation in, in a practice right now. So I don't know where they're going to go, and it's a complete mystery, man. I'm thinking
0: yeah, they, they
9: maybe – to they something. If I have to choose, it probably is Eccles.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. That, that's the guy I think is going to be number two. Because, I mean, and we've seen he he's okay, right? But we've seen him, you know, get a little bit injured. But, you know, at times he's looked all right. But, I mean, even Isaiah Dunn, we've seen him get cooked before. He's looked all right at times as well. It's just big question marks and mystery. It's a very young secondary, very young cornerback group, to be completely yeah. honest. So, you know, well, we're going to see lead, what happens going forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we we're on a, yeah, one of the youngest team. I think we are the youngest team in the league. So, you know, we'll see what happens going forward. But even what you were just talking about as well, yeah, what you were talking about as well going forward with this offense, like you said, you don't want to see Zach Wilson have to chuck the football up constantly. You want to have a really calm, solid, smooth uh, offensive game plan for him. You brought up that running game. That was one of the big things I was talking about because of the Carolina Panthers' uh, pass rushers. You know, you want to make sure that they're beat up a little bit, and if you can really get the get the ball rolling, running the football, it really will help out your young rookie quarterback. A running game is the best friend of a young rookie quarterback. So who do you think is actually okay. gonna lead the New York Jets in rushing? Who do you think is gonna be the rushing yards leader for this football game?
9: Okay, for so this one game, all right. This one game I think yeah. it's gonna be Ty Johnson. I do think that okay. Ty Johnson is that dude right now. They trust him and they they work with him and he can play, you know, so I believe that i probably gonna be shot Johnson, but as the season pr- progresses, I'm um, I'm thinking and I ho- I'm hoping that Michael Carter really steps it up and finds a, a groove within the offense. So because I think he has a lot of potential.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. So my final question before I let you go is, what are your expectations for Elijah Moore in this game?
9: Oh, glad you asked that question.
0: Yo, he's 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 a, he's, a
9: <laughs> he's gonna be special, man. Um, I think that Elijah Moore, especially without seeing him in the preseason games, I'm, like, super excited to see how he performs on Sunday. And it's probably the the number one player I'm, I'm looking at, you know, as far as entry get going into that game. So my expectations for him is to um, – I just want him to make a good play. I just want one big play. I'm going to be happy. But uh, we'll see. You know, I, 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 I don't want to put my expectations too high. I know that Corey mm-hmm. Davis has a rapport with with um, – uh, with Zach Wilson because of, you know, Elijah Moore being injured, and I'm glad he got to get that time with Zach so, you know, they find a, a comfort zone with each other. So when Elijah left, he got more comfort zone with his other receivers. So hopefully Zach can still spread the ball around. But if I can see one magic play or one long play from uh, Elijah Moore that shows that he's who we think we, he is, then I'm going to be happy. But
0: as far as that lines, I, I don't know. I have no idea.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, before I let you go, man, give me your final prediction. Oh, my final prediction
9: as far as the score, yeah. I gotta go with the Jets. score, I gotta go with the Jets. Uh, let's uh, say it's gonna be twenty-four
0: twenty-one. Ooh, twenty-four twenty-one Jets. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: Listen, CT, I respect that. I respect that take. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear care. from you, my friend. All right, bad, man. You take have, a care. have a good one. Absolutely. Listen. GT calling in with some heat as well, man. Salutes to everybody that called in tonight. This was an amazing show. Uh, a lot of great callers, a lot of great perspectives. You know what I'm saying? It's it's this is gonna be this is gonna be good, man. I cannot wait. Um, listen, my, my final prediction for this game, I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, Jets offense gotta come out and run the ball effectively. You know, you don't wanna have no third and third and nines allowing this Carolina Panthers defense to pin their ears back okay burns Derek brown daquan jones we have to find a way to get these guys blocked okay i'm looking to see what beckton's going to bring to the table he should be out of the protocol so he should be playing i'm going to keep my eyes on vera tucker at all times this USC guy fight on i expect big things out of him as well you know? here we go you know, he's going to come out and really put things together, so I expect that. You know, he's going to manhandle people in this football game. Uh, you know, I also want to see the connection with Corey Davis, too. I think Corey Davis is going to definitely get his targets, definitely make the most of his targets as well. Um, you know, really looking to see how Elijah Moore is utilized within the game, plan too, and also Mims. Mims, a lot of people weren't talking about Mims tonight, but Mims, Mims is the guy I want to see how, you know, what kind of targets he gets, you know, what kind of workload he's going to get in this game as well. Also the tight end position. Can Croft be a guy that we can rely on in the red zone? Maybe, you know, he'll be utilized there. So I want to see what happens with that. Defensively, I think the big thing, again, as well as our corners have got to figure out a way to cover this young linebacker and core has got to account for, you know, CMC. We've got to make sure that he doesn't go too crazy. So my final prediction, I think it's going to be a really close game, but I'm giving it to the New York Jets. 21-24. 21-24. Twenty-one twenty-four. Twenty-one twenty-four. Last second field goal by Amendola. The New York Jets take it. I'm I'm going with the New York Jets. So now we're gonna close up the show. It's a phenomenal show. I had a great time talking with everybody. Listen. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. I'm ashamed to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at youngj 0 Again, that's youngj 0 Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. Okay? He'll be out there Sunday, and he's going to be throwing people around as usual. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be out there dominating. So we will be down there, and if you want to troll me, I'll troll you right back. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? Go ahead and subscribe if you have not subscribed to the channel already. Hit that notification bell. Also, give my videos a thumbs up, you know? And if you want to troll me no issues, go ahead and troll me. Drop a comment, and we'll go back and forth, all right? And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person eventually, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone, all right? The hugs are absolutely free. Don't let anyone convince you otherwise. They will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening and watching the program, all right? Without you folks, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to check in, listen, watch, comment, and all that stuff. It's it's, seriously, I love connecting and going back and forth with all football fans, all right? So you folks have a good one. Peace.